I changed the batteries on this thing Monday. We're full. We're we're full bars. Oh, we're good. Okay. okay. You always need a full bar. Motherfucking 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 podcast. It's the what? Jamie, it's the what? Yeah. That. It's the what? It's that. What? It's who? What? 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 What are the other ones? Podcast. Mm. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's the Elemental Podcast. Freebie. Thank you guys for listening. It is Thursday, April 2nd, 2020. Yep. COVID-19. Running rampant. Destroying lives. Yeah. Fucking uh, taking zero names and kicking everyone's ass. It's the worst. Zero names? It ain't taking any names, Jamie. It's just fucking everybody up. You don't care what your name is. What's your name? Lacrosse? Fucking you up. What's your name? It's uh, now McAllister? <laughs> fucking you up. They're fucking everybody up, Jamie. So now it just has like one C? Look for lacrosse? No. What are you talking about? Uh-oh. What? I no, don't explain know. Your, explain your weird no, joke that no. I didn't understand. I don't want to. All right. Well, everybody, thank you again for listening. Let's get right on to the rock and roll, classic rock and roll brackets, Jamie. We got to update them. What? What do you mean, oh, God? Oof. Did you vote? What are you woofing? Look how big the old lady's arms are. Yeah, she looks pretty huge. We're not talking about huge, gross ladies right now, though. <laughs> That's uh, later. That's later in the podcast. All right, let's break it down in the East Bracket. Jamie, we had Pink Floyd, number nine, Pink Floyd versus number 12, Black Sabbath. Pink Floyd. They won. Yeah. Pink Floyd won 57% of the vote. So will they be going up against uh, number two, the Eagles, or number 11, the Rolling Stones? Wait, what? Number two, Eagles. Don Henley, all those fucks. Yes. Joe Walsh. Yes. Whatever. Against number 11, the Rolling Stones. That's Mick Jagger. Right, you it'll know. probably be Eagles. I don't know. With 51%, doesn't get much closer, the Rolling Stones. Hmm. So we got number 9, Pink Floyd, versus number 11, Rolling Stones. Are you happy about that? Not really. I would have wanted Pink Floyd against the Eagles, but whatever. No, what I mean between Eagles and... Uh, and Rolling Stones, Stones I would have voted for Eagles. I just said I would have wanted Pink Floyd and the Eagles. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's not what I asked Jamie's you. Jamie's been drinking all day. Mm. Uh, in the West Bracket, number eight, Fleetwood Mac versus number five, Led Zeppelin. Oh, I hope Fleetwood Mac. It was not. 67% of the vote, Led Zeppelin. These people disappoint me. They will be going up against, Led Zeppelin will be going up against either, uh, number seven, Queen, or number six, David Bowie. Queen. Queen, 77% of the vote. So it'll be number five, Led Zeppelin versus number seven, Queen. I think it's going to be Queen. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. And in the first one, I think it's going to be Pink Floyd over the Rolling Stones. That's just me. Probably. All right. Here is the one. Uh, number nine, Elton John versus number 13, Kansas. Kansas because of their people. Well, I don't know if this will change your mind or not. Kansas did not like the, the post or retweet mm. it. Does that change your mind at all? Yeah. It does change your mind? So you're going to Elton John? Mm-hmm. Elton John takes it with 52% of the vote. Very smart. Kansas, you fucked up. Yep. 
you were the only ones who would have uh, had retweeted or whatever, and you would have won. No, I I already had tweeted at him no, a couple saying. times. Oh. I'm not gonna no. fuck them. I'm gonna unfollow them now on yeah. Twitter. Fuck them. <laughs> They're not worth the. I am bummed. Anything to you now? They're not worth shit. I'm no. bummed. It was close. Fifty-two percent of the vote. Mm-hmm. The next one also close. Number two, Aerosmith versus number fourteen, The Beatles. Aerosmith. With 52% of the vote, the Beatles. <gasps> your oh. your pick is gone down, Jamie. Gone down hard. I'm not playing it anymore. Number, so it'll be number nine, Elton John versus number 14, the Beatles. Who's going to win, Elton John or the Beatles? Elton John. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to say Elton John, too. That's a close one, but I'm going to go Elton John. A lot of people are like, Elton John's not a fucking fan. And I'm like, ugh, get out of here. All right, uh, number nine, Tom Petty versus number 13, Ario Speedwagon. Petty. Tom Petty won with 65% of the vote. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, Hart, number two, Hart versus number 14, ACDC. ACDC. ACDC won with 68% of the vote. So we got number nine, Tom Petty versus number 14, ACDC. Mm, ACDC. I will also go ACDC. So uh, we're down to our final eight. One thing that I will note, uh, I mean, it definitely helped that Kansas retweeted and they did not this time. So votes were down. I know there was like a day or two less, but... um, the virus got it. Uh, maybe. So we had the the lowest vote was 57 votes between the Eagles and the Rolling Stones. And then the most was 77 votes between Queen and David Bowie. So, Bicycle. So I will post those later to, uh, tonight, everybody. So you can vote. Tonight? Why the fuck do you got to fuck with me, Jamie? Why the fuck... You're the worst fucking co-host. I know. Well, it doesn't. Seem <laughs> I know. To, well, it doesn't seem to deter you none. I know. It, I know. It's all part of my strategy, but apparently it's not working. I know. All right. Uh, normally we would do a hole of the day now, and we are going to do a hole oh. of the day, but uh, Jason's clearly not here because we have to still uh, social social distance ourselves from one another. So we're uh, continuing to do that. So it's smart, but he is a. Uh, emailed in his a-hole of the day. So here we go. A-hole of day number one. Uh, Let me make sure that everything is cranked. Cranked it up. All right, here we go. A-hole of the day number one, everybody. If it will pop up here, here we go. Hey, Steve and Jamie. Our first candidate for a-hole of the day is a 50 All right, he just did a good joke. about the thing? Yeah, I talked uh-huh. about, uh, for those who don't have the Patreon, <laughs> I talked about how uh, I get called Steve all the fucking time when I'm talking to someone on the phone. And that happened the other day when Jamie and I went to a restaurant and we were doing the takeout. When you got there, you had to call. And I was like, hey, this is uh, Steve McAllister. I got an order. And they're like, okay, Steve. Yeah. So, yeah, so now I'm Steve McAllister. All right, but anyway, continue. Jason, continue. It's your old man from West Michigan who has apparently been exposing himself to people for nearly two decades. Stephen Todd Pastor was arrested Wednesday and confessed to exposing himself from the waist down. You can't really expose yourself from the waist up, can you? When you're a guy. They kept talking about that in the article that I read because I saw this as well. And they're like, yeah, he exposed himself from the waist down. And I'm like, right. 
It would have been interesting if he got arrested for exposing himself from the waist up. He must have had a huge cock, if that's what he did. Poke it out. <laughs> Poke it out! Peepshow! Yeah. Pastor has come to be known as the Cascade Flasher, as he Wait. exposed himself while standing on porches and decks of homes in and around the city of Cascade, which for listeners is a suburb of Grand Rapids. Oh my God! What is that? Yeah, he's down there. I've between, probably seen his between <laughs> uh, Cascade and Patterson is where he's been doing it off of Twenty Eighth Street uh-huh. for like twenty years. Right? How do you go twenty years exposing yourself and no one has caught you? Right. And uh, I only imagine that his dick got worse. Twenty years of weather exposure. Uh, probably has withered his dick. He now has a weathered, withered dick. <laughs> What's wrong with it? It's weather withered. It's weather, I got weathered. a weathered, withered dick, man. I forgot I need to put a new fucking coat of varnish on. I got to varnish my cock. Ugh. Is that what you put out on your deck? You put varnish down, right? Yeah. So he had to varnish his dick. <laughs> yeah, because that makes sense. Well, he's out there in the weather. He's got it exposed. Jesus Christ, Jamie. Sometimes, Jamie, uh, even though I'm not a huge fan of improv, there's this thing where you go with stuff. I do, but not when it's not worth it. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) You're one of these people, like, in improv, it's like, yes, and, and Jamie will be like, "Uh, no, I don't get it. (laughs) No, that doesn't work. Explain it. I need clarification. I don't understand I go what you're talking about. Now I'm offended. Ugh. But Go get yourself some shellac or varnish. Um, I'll huff it. <laughs> With the beavers? Yes. Um, anyway, go ahead. All right. <laughs> and they keep his shirt and hat on, but was nude from the waist hat? down. Yeah. You get this hat on. You got to keep oh. the sun out of your face, man. You it. want you get your face to be weather withered. I wonder if he can get uh, skin cancer on that thing. On his dick? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's probably got some melanoma on his cock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got that cock oh. cancer, oh, Doc. Man. Doc, help me! I got cock cancer. Oh. an audience before exposing himself and masturbating. <laughs> what? Like he masturbated in front of the people? Yeah, apparently he like was jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you do that and not get caught for twenty years or whatever it is? I don't. I like don't know. Like you know, that's kind of a distinctive motion. <laughs> you know, I mean, like there's just something. You know, yeah. like, how does that happen? <laughs> And then, probably, then stuff flies out. Probably every, and then he takes a nap. Then you have to wipe your face <laughs> off. He just well, lies he just on the ground. ground, takes a nap. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta take a nap. Bring me a towel. <laughs> How's that for improv? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, oh, well. All right, continuing. <laughs> was caught after he started targeting one woman in January who later installed cameras around her home that eventually caught footage of Pastor exposing himself Why on her property. Why does he keep saying it like that? Well, that's his name. Pastor. Well, it's it's T-O-O-R. I don't. Unless you go Pastor. It's like your antibiotic. My antibiotics. I got, they get some antibiotics. antibiotics. <laughs> For his cock. He's yes. got cock cancer. Mm-hmm. I got cock cancer, Doc. Yes. Police said Pastor was arrested Wednesday after police found him without pants near a highway. 
He was charged <laughs> just... as a sexually delinquent person, and if convicted, he could face a sentence of up to life in prison. What do you think his uh, a prison uniform will be like? It'll just be a shirt? <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're trying to save money. Just give this one a shirt. He doesn't need pants. He's got cock cancer. Maybe he'll get that COVID right away. Maybe. As history, we have the exclusive audio of Pastor making a statement after his arrest. Oh my God. The recording is brief and a little hard to hear as it was secretly captured by a listener who works in the police station. So you'll have to listen closely to hear Pastor speaking with police officers. What? Hey, Steve and Jamie. Wait. I, what was it? I could barely hear it as well. I said something like, I need a TP from my bunghole or something like that, I think is what he said. Mm. It was a Beavis and Bada, I think. Oh. Beaver and bunghole. So, all right, I have questions. Yes. They caught, he, they found him or whatever. He was yep. without his pants. So, okay, so I envision him standing along the road without pants on. Well, I think that's be. what he was doing. I think he was just like standing along the highway, waving at people, and, and you were cranking his cock. <laughs> hey, everybody, look, I'm cranking I'm my dick. I'm a veteran. He's <laughs> <laughs> <hold> a sign. <laughs> you can't do anything to me. I'm a veteran. <laughs> I'm homeless. <laughs> And he oh, Jesus, Jamie. Have some respect for the veterans that are homeless and need food. And don't wear pants. And don't wear pants. I just, I'm like, I don't, this is intriguing to me. Well, I don't understand, like, how that becomes, like, a dude's thing. Like, how does it become, like, uh, yeah, I'm just going to show my dick to people. Like, that's how I get <laughs> you, off. You don't have that, uh, like, that just doesn't come well, to Mind. I don't even understand, like, it, it's people you, like, don't even know. Like, what damaged, clearly this dude is damaged. What damaged him in life? Mm. Like. Maybe, but I think there's some people who are just, like, born with this weirdness. Well, ah, God, I don't, I'd, I'd like, and I'm, I'm going to disagree with you, Jamie. Mm. I think there was a traumatic event well, in this be. dude's life yeah. where, like, uh, he got punished by his dad and his dad is like, you got to stand in, in the bathroom with me while I take a shower. Or, you know, it's going to be something weird like Maybe that. Maybe he got his wing and zipped up in the zipper so many Who times. the hell knows? But, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's likely it's more something weird like that. You think he but... got, like, hazed in high school and, like, the lacrosse team, like, fucked him with a stick or something? Or they laughed at his wing wing? <laughs> oh, my God, you got such a tiny wing wing. You're probably going to get cancer on your dick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, it could be either, but it's more likely a mental health. No! Thing. I, well, yeah, it's mental health, but something happened to That's him. That's what I mean, right. So For that 20 years this guy him. was doing this. I, I want to know more about him. Do you think he I took time? I want to know time, more about do you he think he, Do you think he took time off in the winter? <laughs> I'm just asking. He wears one of those heated socks on you think, it you until think, he gets ready to expose. Yeah, he's like a snowbird, and then he just goes down to Florida, and he flashes down to Florida in the winter. Hmm. Maybe? Well, I don't know. Just something to think about. All right, we're going on to asshole number two. I got his research. Candidate for a-hole of the day is Eduardo Moreno, a 44-year-old locomotive engineer who worked at the port. Oh, I was going to talk about this guy on my own. He's doing a brand new dance now. Come on, baby. Do the locomotion. Is 
says, who's that? The Beach Boys? No. Who the fuck is that? It was a lady. Right? I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. I said the Beach Boys. Google it, right? Yes, Jamie. It's not Beach Boys. All right. All right. Continuing. I I did want to talk about this asshole on my own because what he did was a really dumb thing. Did you hear about this yet? I don't think so. This guy guy is mentally ill. He's probably off his medications. Los Angeles. Eduardo on Tuesday intentionally derailed a train at full speed attempting to hit the Navy hospital ship Mercy that is currently docked at the port. Apparently, Moreno sped up a train used to haul shipping cargo and ran it off the end of the tracks. The train then smashed through several obstacles, including a steel barrier and chain-link fence, slid through a parking lot, and then smashed into a second chain-link fence before finally coming to stop within 250 yards of the Mercy. A video from inside the train purportedly shows Moreno lighting a roadside flare and flipping the bird to a camera. (laughs) After the train wrecked, Moreno jumped from the train and attempted to run off, but was stopped at gunpoint by a CHP motorcycle officer. Yeah! Ponch and John got in there and fucked him up. Yeah. Chirello was armed and ready for this a-hole. According to police, Moreno acknowledged he did it, saying he was suspicious of the mercy and believed the ship had an alternate purpose related to COVID-19 or a government takeover. He's quoted as saying, you only get this chance once. The whole world is watching. I had to. People don't know what's going on here. No, you didn't have to, you fucking asshole. You could have just done your job and let it fucking go because nothing happened, you fucking... I uh, I think this is more of a mental health issue. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what sure. I that's what I was saying. This guy's like off his meds or something. Oh, they will. What? Moreno lives in San Pedro with his wife and their two children. Not anymore. For the train company this for many passport. years, and was responsible for moving train cars using a locomotive. In the aftermath of the train crash and his arrest, Eddie's wife started a GoFundMe to ask for help for his family. I know this much about you, Moreno. You're now facing up to 20 years in prison, a-hole. <laughs> All right. So who uh, who's going to spend more time in prison, the flasher or the train crasher? Well, it depends if he gets like a some forensic mental health thing. Who? This guy. Okay. I, you uh, were saying the first well, guy, I, the flasher, had mental I, health problems. I, well, I'm not convinced that he does. I said it could be. It's likely it is, but it could not, may not be either. I think this guy, I, like, I think it's more of like, it'd be more of a federal thing somehow, right? Well, that's why this guy, and... he's going to spend more time yeah. in prison. Clearly, whether right. he's deemed mentally ill well, right. or not, he's spending more yeah. time in prison. The guy who's a flasher, like he's a fucking pain in the ass and whatever, and I'm, I'm not trying to minimize what he did, but mm-hmm. clearly this guy uh, who could have killed people. Right. Uh, will spend way more time in prison and should spend more time in prison mm-hmm. than the fucking flashing asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's just incredible to me. I can't believe I haven't heard that story. Well, it happened yesterday, so if you haven't been paying attention to the news today, it's oh. easy to miss. I, I saw it while I was walking the dog. So hmm. uh, so who's so, the bigger asshole of the I, day? Um, I think uh, the train guy. Yeah, clearly it's the train guy. Yep. It's the train crasher, not the dick flasher. Because he, I, okay, like, okay, I'm not, again, I'm not minimizing him either, the first guy, wing wing guy. Right. But, um, 
I mean, I'm glad he didn't actually do something to people. The right? flasher? Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't think he raped I mean, anybody. He did I don't something, think he touched but anybody. he didn't touch anybody. He just exposed right? himself. Like, I, I don't know. It, maybe it's just me. And again, because I got to think about, like, I'm a dude and whatever, and I can go into a locker room and see cock anytime I want. So it's not that huge deal to me. But I guess if, uh, you know, it would be weird, like, because I guess the reason he got caught is he was going to this woman's house and he was out on her back porch showing his oh. dick. That's how he got caught, because she had cameras up at the house and it, oh. like, followed him to his car or whatever. He's, he, yeah, fucking, he got too. He got caught up and uh, infatuated with this right, woman or right. whatever, yeah, so that's that how he got caught. Yeah. But uh, in the grander scheme of things, it's clearly, it's the train crasher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me otherwise. Right. No, I agree with you because again, the like the the what ifs are just so much bigger, you know, as far as like the damages, uh, just there's just too much more of it. Right. It's too big. Right, right, right. Just crazy. Yeah. So I will put that up uh, tonight as well. The a hole of the day. Oh. Clearly, the a hole of the day is uh, the train crasher. And then I suppose I should tell who was the a-hole of the oh, day that's right. we haven't been from doing Monday. That. I forgot. Sorry, Jason. I've forgotten to do it. But uh, does it. it clearly was. Uh, we had the COVID fraud guy who was trying to sell uh, fake medication. Oh, right. And then it was the woman who uh, hit the old lady for not, oh, right, right. not uh, honoring right. social distance. And then he, she ended up killing her. And uh, the murderous loon, as I labeled her, uh, is the a-hole of the day with 56% of the vote. So there we go. Locomotion, sung by Little Eva. I have no idea who that is. I know the song, but uh, I don't know who Little Eva is. So it's an old song. How old is it? Um, Maybe in the 50s, I think. Maybe. Hold on. Uh, 1962. 1962. So one of the things that people are doing now uh, during all the social social isolation, I don't know, I have a hard time saying that word, uh, watching a ton of Netflix or Hulu and whatever. So um, what are the shows that everybody's watched? You and I watched it, Jamie. Uh, Tiger King. Oh, yeah. Tiger King, we watched it. People talk about it all the time. Everybody's talking about it because everyone, everyone, if you haven't seen it, Everyone in that show is a fucking lunatic. Right. It would be very hard pressed for me to go, who in the show is not a lunatic? And probably the one that I would say is not a lunatic is the uh, the lesbian who worked for Joe oh. Exotic and had her hand right. ripped off. Right. That's the one. Right. She went to back to work like five days after her arm was ripped uh, off. Right. And uh, she's the most sane one. Mm-hmm. So that tells you a whole lot. When a woman suffers a uh, trauma by having her arm ripped off by a tiger, mm-hmm. her hand is now gone. Her arm got reattached. Her hand is gone. And uh, she goes back to work five days later. Mm. That's fucking crazy. crazy. I would be like, fuck you, Joe Exotic. Eat my ass. My uh, life mission now is to kill every tiger I see. <laughs> that would be my, become my new life mission. I'm like, I will eat, I'm even going to Detroit... To kill the Detroit Tigers mascot. That's what I'm doing. I'm wiping everybody out. Cincinnati, the Bengals, I'm killing that fucking thing too. Everybody's dead. I'll give her Sadie. Uh, Sadie's not a tiger. So I read somewhere, well, it must have been on Facebook, that the low guy, right, L O W C, was from Lansing area. Originally? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen that. I won't deny it, but I haven't I mean, seen that. I mean, it's just people. So I didn't fact check it. But... He's just a huge scumbag. They're mm-hmm. all. 
liars. They're all scumbags. They're all people like if you were to, to walk into this place and you would look at everybody, you would be like, this is a carnival. This is a carnival that's here this weekend, and then next weekend it's the uh, parking lot for big lots. That's what it would fucking be, everybody. That's who you work right, with. Right, all like right. they were all toothless wonders. The they all had mullets, even the women. Uh, they all had fucking dumb <laughs> southern accent. They're all talk like this because I'm a dumb oh, motherfucker. Wow. They all fucked each other. Oh, uh, it was just crazy, right? Huh. Sounds like fun. Meth. <laughs> A lot of meth going on. That's but <clears throat> I guess they're looking to do an actual uh, movie biopic on Joe Exotic. On Joe Maldonado Passenger does, or whatever the fuck his name does is. Does he get money on that? Like while he's um, in prison? Like, I'm assuming work? he will. Uh, I don't really know how that will play out. I don't know what he gets or not. Me. That he would get money from it? I, well, that he's now becoming this... A celebrity what? of right. sorts. and he's an right. idiot. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he's clearly an idiot. I don't know what will happen because he... Um, I mean, he owed money to Carol mm. down in Tampa, and that's why right. he put the zoo in the name of that low right. dude. Yeah. So, I mean, he got conned. Everybody got conned. So, and he owes money to this Carol woman. So, I don't know if, the, if they made money from this movie, if this movie does happen... Uh, he would probably have to pay Carol off. He would have to give her money. They should do a movie about the armless lady. Shit, they probably should. That would, I, you know. So, a couple people have been asking to be a part of it. Dak Shepard, Jared uh, Leto. Is that how you say his name? Leto? Leto? I don't know. Leto? Uh, They're kind of thinking that maybe uh, Kevin Bacon might Hmm. be uh, in. But uh, who do you think Joe Exotic... He has two choices of people that he would like to see him play himself. Who do you think he would want to see him portray himself? And what one Adam clearly fits better than the other. <laughs> what? Adam Lambert. No. Well, I mean he is gay, but no, that would that wouldn't make sense. Um I I have no idea. Uh the first one that clearly makes no sense in my brain, Brad Pitt. He wants Brad Pitt. To play him in the movies. I I hope Brad Pitt heard that and just started laughing. Right, yeah. No, I don't think he should. Uh, no. Someone who of that ilk who would be better at it would be Matthew McConaughey, right? Because I think he liked yeah. Brad Pitt because Brad Pitt's kind of hunky. And Matthew McConaughey is kind of hunky, but he's also played like fucking meth addicts and shit. So he can get, he can do the whole method acting thing. Uh, to get to look like Joe Exotic and the lunatic yeah, he's that just, he is. He has more of a like, quirkiness to him, too. Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Him, yeah, so yeah like, for sure. Like, I can't even... If I were to see a movie and Brad Pitt's playing that role, I would be like, sure. that it wouldn't compute. Sure. Yeah. The other one that he asked, if, if Brad Pitt wasn't available, he would gladly accept uh, Joe Dirt. Wait, that's a character, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Joe Dirt was played by David Spade. He did not ask for David Spade. He asked for Joe Dirt. <laughs> and he does look like Joe Dirt that with his be, dumb hair and yeah, facial hair right, and everything right, else. But... Joe Dirt would be good at it. David Spade would be good at it. Mm-hmm. But he didn't want David Spade. He wants Joe Dirt. So he didn't even like, realize that he set a character? Uh-huh. Well, maybe he struggled in remembering David Spade's real name. Yeah, right? but then you say... Maybe he was like, I, I don't know who that fucking guy is, uh, Joe Dirt. 
Right, but then you say something like well, that. Well, that's not how Joe Exotic thinks, does he? There's a lot of meth that's gone through his brain. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of brains. <laughs> a lot of stuff in the beehole. I'm sure there is a, a lot of things that do not compute in his brain. So he asked for Brad Pitt or Joe Dirt. I would much rather see Joe Dirt play him. It would be appropriate. Joe Dirt wouldn't have to change a fucking thing about him. Nope. Just uh, put on different jackets every now and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, scripted, I guess it would be like a miniseries, I guess is what they're saying. Hmm. Uh, and Kate McKinnon from uh, Saturday Night Live, they got her playing Carol Baskin. And hmm. uh, she was in Ghostbusters... And uh, she's been in some other movies as well. I don't find Kate terribly funny. She is relatively good with her impressions, though. Mm -hmm. So she would probably do a good Carol Baskin. Okay. I would watch it. I think I know who she is. Yeah, if you saw her, you would know her. She was in, um, what was that, uh, uh, Bombshell. Did you see that one, Bombshell? The the chicks being sexually harassed, the reporting? No. Okay, she was in that, too. So she's been in some things. So uh, look for that, everybody. Look for a Joe Exotic biopic. I only support it coming for, out uh, as if yeah, he it's something where he's not getting any. It bothers me because yeah, all this fame now or not fame. I think he just fucking uh, he just loves. The oh, fact he does. That people are talking yes, about him. That's what I, I don't, don't think like. he cares that it's good news or bad news. Right. It's like oh fuck, these people are fucking talking about right. who I am. I'm. I'm faint. It's like Donald Trump of like, like when Donald Trump said some dumb thing of like I'm number one on Facebook or whatever. Like he doesn't care, like what they're saying. He just cares that I'm number one, and so that's the same with Joe Exotic. Like, oh fuck, yeah. Yeah. Can I get money from this in some capacity? So whatever. Yeah, that's what bothers me though. So uh, it's the beginning of April. April 2nd here, yeah. and uh, that meant, uh, for me, it was it was kind of a sad day, Jamie. Uh, we lost some Patreon subscribers. Mm-hmm. I was sad. Okay. Sad about it. What are you going to do, right? Right, right. I don't blame anybody for not giving me five We're bucks a month. just going to kill them. I will hunt them down, and I will fucking stab their dog. That's go. right in the face. Yeah. With a pair of scissors. Pizza in cutting scissors. That's what I will do. That's right. Pizza cutting scissors? Uh huh. You ever have pizza cutting scissors? Don't They're think different. So. We had pizza cutting scissors. They were made specifically Angled. for cutting pizza. Hmm. You know, some people got like the poop knife. We had the pizza scissors. Uh huh. That's what we had. That's what you guys called your poop knife? No, we had no. we didn't have a poop knife. I, I, it wasn't until I moved to Michigan where I heard of these rumors of a poop knife. I never heard of it I'm until like, that la- like the last whatever like the year ago or whatever that was. Mm. Yeah, never heard of it. But uh, it also means it's a new month, new things coming out on streaming sites. Mm. A lot of shit coming out, Great. Jamie. So uh, I mean, you and I, we got Hulu. Mm-hmm. We got Netflix, we got Amazon Plus Prime, mm-hmm. and we got Disney Plus. We got mm-hmm. all that shit. So there's a lot of shit. That's how out. we do. Uh, we're fucking too much time. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's see. I'm just gonna go through some things here on uh, Hulu. Uh, Blazing Saddles is coming out. Hmm. That's great. Have you ever seen uh, ever seen that? I cannot believe you said that to me because I had bought it. You did? Yeah, we have it. We I watched it because I was just like dying because ah. at the very beginning. Oh, That's nice. I don't remember. Wow. It's been a long time. 
Dr. Pimple Popper Season 3. I know well, that's one go. of your favorites. Yeah. Uh, the Full Monty Gets Smart. Like the uh, Gorky Park Gets Smart? Probably. Or maybe the movie. It's probably the movie. Kill Bill, <clears throat> excuse me, Kill Bill 1 and 2. Oh, I love ones. Kill Bill yeah. 1 and 2. Madagascar Escape to Africa. Hmm. Never seen that one. Uh, phone Booth. Risky yeah. Business Romancing the Stone Spider-Man. Huh. It's a lot, a lot of good Risky, things like coming out. Tom Cruise Risky Business? Zombie Land. I'm assuming. Is there any other? I don't know. There is no other. So there's a lot of shit. My Little Pony Season 9? That's for Jason. (laughs) Jason, My Little Pony's (laughs) coming out on April 12th on Hulu. Get your unicorn ready. Woo, woo, woo. Carol Norma Activity 3. Footloose on April 29th. There you go. That's on Hulu. Disney Plus. Uh, Dr. Doolittle. Let's see. Planet of the Birds. Most Ew, of the shit's like... Is that like a lot of birds? Uh, probably would be my guess if it's called Planet of the Birds. No, but like creepy birds? I don't know, Jamie. I've never mm. seen... It's a lot of National Ge- Geographic shit. Oh, that's probably not like that, though. Uh, let's see. The Boy Who Talked to Badgers. Yeah, a lot of the shit is fucking... Hey, Badger uh, na- Boy! National Geographic horse shit. And I know a lot of people get excited about that stuff. And you're like, oh, God, I'll watch that. And then you never fucking do. I'll never watch National Geographic shit. Why? Why would I? It's dumb. Do you ever remember that fire ant? Or no. Whatever. I don't know if you remember. Back, I don't know, a few years, like a long time ago. Are you getting to the story or no? I'm sorry. There was a, a thing on Netflix about ants. Was it fire ants or something? And how they they will, like, through water. How they will like ball up? Yeah, and yeah. Uh-huh. What that about was it? interesting. That was like one of those types. That of things. story wasn't interesting. Uh, National Treasure Two. I like that movie. Nick Cage. You ever seen that one? Not talking. That's a good one. Done. Amazon Prime. The Joker's coming out on Amazon Prime. That's gonna be some good shit. The Lighthouse is coming out too. I never saw that movie. It looked pretty creepy with Willem Dafoe. Mm. The Bodyguard. Uh, let's see, uh, Dr. No, a lot of, uh, James Bond movies, For Your Eyes Only, From Russia With Love, Goldeneye, so if you're big, all these fucking, uh, James Bond movies, Moonraker, you ever seen any of the James Bond movies, Jamie? Only the one that Adele sang the Skyfall. Oh, Skyfall, yeah, whatever, I don't give a shit. Uh, Rainbow Last Blood. Yeah, well, as long as I had free passes. Footloose. CBS All Access. I don't give a shit about that. Uh, Netflix Community Season 1. I think all of all six seasons of Community will be up there. I've never seen it. Neither. Taxi Driver, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, Social Network. Uh, Bloodsport. Fucking love Bloodsport. Uh, the Hangover, All the Lethal Weapons, All the Matrixes, Minority Report, Mortal Kombat, Mud. We already talked about Matthew McConaughey. He's in Mud. That was a good oh, one. Yeah. Yep. That was a good movie. School Days, Sherlock Holmes, Soul Plane. So a lot, a lot of good movies are coming out to keep us occupied and or distracted from the destruction of the world around us. Right. I took the dog for a walk today. Mm-hmm. I took Sadie Dog. Wean Dog doesn't really like walks. I mean, she'll go on walks, but she doesn't really seem to like it. 
Sadie Dog's a fucking lunatic, though. She loves the walk, so we'll take Sadie Dog out. And I took her out, and uh, I kind of got a little loot, and we sort of we cut through this park normally. Mm-hmm. That's uh, people have turned it into a dog park. It is not a dog park because it's not completely enclosed, nope. and it doesn't say it's a dog park. There's no separation. And there stop. there are signs up where it says you know keep your dog leash, but people ignore that. They don't. They fucking just let their dog off leash, mm-hmm. and they run wild. It's kind of, I don't really like it, because both Sadie Dog and uh, Wean Dog, they're not terribly big. They're both, you know, 30 pounds, 35 pounds. Not super big dogs. I don't want them to get into fights. Right. So, uh, you know, if you go to a dog park, fucking there you go. But when you're in a park, mm-hmm. it is what it is. So, right. but cutting through it. And on the way cutting through it, you walk past a couple houses, and there were kids out because it was a relatively nice day here in Michigan. It was in the mid fifties, and there were three kids out playing in the front yard, and they were very excited about seeing Sadie Dog. Uh-huh. They were super excited, mm-hmm. and uh, you know what? I wasn't excited because there's this thing oh, going on right, right now, right. Jamie. Yes, right. It's called social distancing. Right. And uh, I know they really wanted to pet her. Mm-hmm. And in my brain, before I even got close to them, I'm like, how am I going to handle this? Like, have their parents, I had the conversation with them about, like, you really shouldn't go up to strangers. You shouldn't touch anybody. You shouldn't do any of this stuff. Because they got relatively close to me. And, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't look like they were sick kids. But I don't know. That doesn't mean shit. You can be a fucking carrier of this and not a, have any symptoms, I guess. Right, right, right. It, right. it, it, it can take a couple of weeks before right. you actually start uh, showing symptoms of yes. COVID. So, uh, and then they started talking to me, and they're like, oh, what's her name? And they they did want to touch her. I'm like, oh, her name's Sadie. She's a crazy dog, though. You don't want to touch her. She got that COVID. She's got that fucking COVID like rabies, bitch. Yeah. Um, we should, I would have maybe, you could have turned the other way. Ah, it was too late. Oh, it was too late. I was already there. You should have so they them. Get away! Well, they... they we, <laughs> Get away, fucks! And uh-huh. I just kick him in the balls. Right, perfect. Might have been all right. Yep. So uh, they didn't they didn't end up uh, touching her or petting her because I just kind of kept going. Mm-hmm. I could tell they wanted to, and I felt bad in not letting them right. touch her because Sadie Dog doesn't mind right. having people pet her. She's mm-hmm. kind of right. oblivious. Wean Dog is the more uptight and anxious dog of the two, but <clears throat> mm-hmm. I didn't want to seem like an asshole... But then I don't want to be an asshole. You know, like their parents look out the door and they're like, "Why are you standing close to my kids? Why are you letting well, them touch your dog?" Well, right. I don't think. I think if they were starting to approach, uh, you yeah, there's nothing wrong with you saying, "Oh, we gotta follow." Right. right. And there you go. I don't know if they were old enough to quite understand that. Like the oldest was maybe ten tops. Well, if they look at you funny, they say, "Go talk to your parents about Go it." Go talk to your mom, you fuck. Yeah, you Do don't you have if, a mom. Well, right. You, I mean, like, why are you home right now, kid? Right. You know that kind of a thing. And if they don't know, then yeah, I don't decide. know. And that would be pretty awful if kids didn't know about it. Like, how could you not know about it, right? Ah, uh, you know, maybe they just forget. They're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forget. I forgot why I'm not in school right now. I forgot why I can't go outside or whatever. So, you know, kids kids think differently, kind of like the flasher. There's some shit happening in their brain, and they don't think right. Hmm. Uh, speaking of not thinking right, uh, who would you say is probably one of the nicest people celebrity-wise on television today? Like, if you if you were to name, like, your top five 
or even top three? Who would you go, oh my God, this person has a reputation for being the greatest, right? I hate these kinds of questions. Yeah, because Jamie doesn't know how to play a lot. I don't, well, I don't do good on the spot. Um, Alan DeGeneres. Number one, probably, right? Yep. Probably. Yep. yep. Well, that's all you need to say, Jamie, because oh, that's no. who this article is about. Oh, all right. Ellen DeGenerate. Um, oh, my gosh. Well, she, I mean, she does have a reputation of being super nice, and she gives out trips and stuff to listeners, and she mm -hmm. donates a lot of money to charities or whatever, this, that. But there was a uh, comedian on Twitter who had a tweet the other day. Did you hear about this, Jamie? Or no, no, I don't think so. A comedian, and it got me wondering, like, who is this guy? Because I don't, I don't know who the fuck he is. But this guy, he tweeted out, his name is Kevin Porter. Kevin T. Porter. Hmm. And he had post out, and I guess she has a reputation for uh, being one of the meanest people alive. What? Yeah, Ellen DeGeneres. His tweet right now, specifically everybody that he tweeted out on March 20th, he tweeted, right now we all need a little kindness. You know, like Ellen DeGeneres always talks about. And then it's got the smiley face emoji and the heart emoji. And then it continues. She also, notor she's also notoriously one of the meanest people alive. And then he, he wrote, respond to this with the most insane stories you've heard about Ellen being mean and I'll match everyone with $2 to the LA Food Bank. So he had over 2,000 people respond to him saying like mean things that she has done to people that hmm. they've either, she's either done to them or people that she actually knows. And, you know, everybody, you know, no, everybody's not like a saint. Not right. everybody's gonna have a bad day or a bad mm -hmm. moment or whatever. So you kind of excuse it. But when you hear about things, you're just like, oh, and, you know, when it's continuous kind of shit. Mm -hmm. Like this one girl wrote, when I was 15, uh, the Ellen Show was doing a contest of fans making a bust of her and uh, sending it to her. So I worked so hard on this and even wrote her a letter. Weeks later, she used it as a prop in a game and gave it away to a random person with $500 attached to the bottom. So it wasn't even anything like she specifically kept. Uh, another person commented, I work for Real Food Daily, so I guess that's you know, a grocery store or whatever, and served her and Portia at brunch. Portia's Ellen's wife. She wrote a letter to the new owner and complained about my chip nail polish. Not that it was on her plate, but just that it was on my hand. And I, she, she continued, I worked till closing the night before and was up the next morning, and she said it almost got her fired from her job. What? That's what she wrote. Well, and that's even worse. Like, that boss is an idiot. Sure. Right. 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 God. Yeah. When my restaurant manager sat me down and asked if I had served Ellen at brunch, I was actually pumped because I thought maybe she wanted to use me for a bit on her show. I'm an actress and a comedian. At the time, would have loved a break, but alas, it wasn't that. I was just so surprised that she had taken time out of her day to be negative to someone who served her, who obviously on a lower position than her and probably an artist of some kind. It was just petty and cruel and short-sighted on her part. And for what? To put out negative and harmful energy to others is toxic. Hmm. Well, okay, and here's my thing, too. In that moment, is did Ellen DeGeneres say something? Like, uh, if it's, like, bad, like, if she doesn't like the service or something. I don't know. All right. I don't know. Another uh, another person was a writer. Uh, let's see. Let me back this. Oh, nope. Don't want to do that. Why did you do that? Um, hold on a minute. Sorry, sorry. 
Uh, a lot of negative stories about DeGeneres had to do with her treatment of her employees and the people she interacts with for the Ellen DeGeneres show. Uh, Benjamin Simon had listed several stories he'd heard. And that's the problem they have with right, stuff like this. is right. like he heard. So did you hear it from an actual legitimate source or was it like rumors through the grapevine? Because, you right. know, I hear shit about comics all the time and I don't know what is legitimately true or not. Well, who's this guy? Uh, he's got he's got a blue check mark next to his name, so he must be oh. someone famous and important. Okay. But he wrote, she has a sensitive nose, so everyone must chew gum from a bowl outside her office before talking to her. And if she thinks you smell that day, you have to go home and shower. What? Uh, apparently, the writer claimed that the generous picks one person on her staff to meet to be mean to every day. So I guess you have just become like the scapegoat. Scapegoat of the day. Uh, he said he heard that along with her being overly sensitive to jokes involving animals, DeGeneres refuses to read monologues she doesn't like. Well, I think that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. But I mean, I guess that's like if that's in the show, then you should probably do it. But then again, if like that's her thing and you know she's not going to participate, right. then why would you even bring it up, right? Like, if someone's like, I don't want to talk about uh, chickens because, I, you know, I chicken allergy or whatever, then you don't fucking write jokes, jokes about chicken or do mm -hmm. stories about chickens or whatever. So, right. yeah, I'm f whatever. So, just kind of crazy. It was weird to me, though, that she had so many um, so many people right. uh, res respond to this guy. So, yeah. I mean, hopefully he did donate the, uh, the $4,000 because mm -hmm. he said to give $2 for every once. It would be $4,000. That's a lot. Uh, a YouTube YouTuber who was recently on her show shared the negative parts of her experience, and I think I do remember reading about this. Nikki DeJagger hmm. came out as transgender in early 2020 after accumulating more than 13 million YouTube subscribers on her beauty and makeup channel. DeJagger said that when she appeared on the Ellen DeGeneres show, uh, DeGeneres wasn't as nice as DeJagger assumed she would be and didn't say hi before the show. While being interviewed on a Dutch talk show last month, the Jagger shared more about her experience. Let's just say there is a huge difference between the show and Ellen DeGeneres' excuse me, as a person. And I'm saying uh, I'm in favor of the show. So, huh. you know, some people are, uh, hosts are like that. Like everybody has said that Jay Leno couldn't be a nicer dude. He always comes and he talks to the guests. He's like, hey, how you doing? It's going to be good. We're going to have a good job. All right, all right. And then he leaves, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you got David Letterman, who won't talk to you before the show, won't talk to you after the show. Mm -hmm. He's just very, very strict and professional in that mm -hmm. capacity. Mm -hmm. And who would I rather watch? I would rather watch Letterman. Right. Who do I think is funnier? I think Letterman's yes, funnier. So it's just his presentation. I mean, mm -hmm. Letterman is much more of a fuddy-duddy, I guess, or just has his rituals and whatever, but... Yeah, and I can see how maybe before the show, because uh -huh. if you don't want... Like, you want it to be more, um, like, spontaneous or whatever, like, you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't want that to maybe interfere with how the show goes or whatever, but, like, afterwards, that's weird to me that at least you wouldn't, like, chat for a minute, you know? Yeah. Uh, and apparently Kathy Griffin, probably the most famous person, has... Had a long-standing feud with DeGeneres. I did not know oh, that. I didn't either. Uh, apparently, they sat so... Um, uh, Griffin has a long-standing feud with DeGeneres along with many other people. Griffin called out DeGeneres in one of her books, providing obvious clues about her identity and writing that she was mean. 
Apparently that so sat so poorly with the generous that she called Griffin and complained, and Griffin told her to her face that she had been mean. She was furious, Griffin said during a red carpet access Hollywood interview. Ellen, this is my experience with you. You've been mean to me. I'm not saying you're a mean person across the board, but you can't like take my story away. It's right. my experience. Yep. And that's true. There you go. Yep. I've had uh, some experiences with people who are generally pretty nice, but they were cocksucker to me. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, yeah, hey, this, this was my experience, and I'm right. not going to have any kind of relationship with this person ever, ever again. Yep. So yep. The, pers- the person who is the exact opposite of that is uh, the one and only Mr. Fred Rogers, right? Yeah. You, I think you would be hard, hard pressed to find any kind of bad publicity or bad interactions with Fred, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I bring him up only because Jamie had bought that recent Tom Hanks movie. Yep. The uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor? Please. Please. And uh, we popped it in the DVD player last night. We watched it. Jamie fell asleep. I did. Uh, she farted on me. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> And uh, I didn't know it was pretty funny. I and wondered why I felt your nose down. <laughs> like, no, Come on, Jamie, it's a family show here. And uh, so I watched it, and I can't lie, everybody. I told Jamie this before the movie started. I didn't care for his show and as I a kid. Loved him. I just I found him to be such a weird adult, like, no adult talk like him, no adult acted like him and I didn't understand what was going on with him. I'm like, you're a weirdo to me. When I was a kid, I felt that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, and to this date, I, the only people I've ever met who kind of talk and act like him are fucking pedophiles and weird fucks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, and I'm not yeah. saying that Fred Rogers was a pedophile. I'm not saying no. that he was a saint or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his, the way he presented himself was just very odd. Yeah. And it's weird because, like, now, well, when I was a kid, yeah, I loved the show. I adore, adored it. And I, it, but I, I never thought, oh, he's odd. But now I see it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And uh, when the movie was done, it was fine. I don't know you, if you guys have watched or not. It was fine. I thought it was going to be better. The, the crux of the story isn't really about Fred Rogers. Like, he just happens to be the famous part about it. And he is the crux of what happens in it of this uh, writer, uh, reporter for GQ magazine, or no, sorry, it was Esquire, Esquire magazine. They assign him to do a a quick puff piece on Fred Rogers. Mm -hmm. And that's not really the dude's style. He's more of an investigative journalist. And so he does this interview with Fred thinking that Fred was like going to be a phony or a, a hoax right. and that he wasn't who he portrays himself to be mm-hmm. and Fred Fred is who Fred is right. what you see on TV is what you get in real life and so it what kind of you see is what you get it affects this reporter in his relationship with his wife and his father his estranged father and uh, his sister and uh, so that's the crux of the story of the relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's about forgiveness and moving on and things like that. And uh, so I'm watching it. And when it ended, I was like, that was okay. You know, I'd give it like one thumb up my butt, I guess. And uh, But at the end, ultimately, I thought the story, like Fred Rogers, was boring. It was, it was just boring. Um, there was no... Boring. 
boring. There was no urgency. There was no tremendous conflict. Uh, I mean, Fred presents himself very much as like a therapist mm -hmm. who will tell you to sit down on the couch and then he converses with you and he's very quiet and he's very passive. Yeah, the way he does things clearly, it, it, it pretty much evokes no conflict. <laughs> right. And, and that's what he's hoping to avoid right. and everybody he's just he's genuinely pleased to meet and interact with everybody right and uh for you me feel that way don't i you? don't fucking feel that way i generally <laughs> that's hate the one everybody. part where you're like hey i can relate to that <laughs> i pretty much hate everybody i interact with uh most people are cocksuckers hmm. sadie dog is just staring at me now like i'm a lunatic and uh, so it's, I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to believe that everybody's a cocksucker and a piece of shit. I would much rather be like Fred Rogers and be like, oh, but I'll say this too. Fred Rogers uh, was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Fred Rogers wanted for nothing. Fred Rogers was in a position where he could be like that. He could just be like, hey, you know, whatever. I don't, there, I have no worries in my life. I didn't realize that. I don't remember yeah. that. He was born in a, a very wealthy family. His mm. family had a ton of cash right off the bat. Mm. Now, Fred, uh, if you actually go watch the, the documentary that came out like right. two years ago, you'll see more about his uh, his personal life growing up and uh, how he was picked on as a child and he was chubby and this and that, whatever, and he was kind of a mama's boy. They didn't talk about the money in that one though, did they? I don't. In remember. this one, no, because it didn't have it. It, like I said, it no, dealt the more. To, one. It did some, yeah. Oh, did it? it talked oh, a little sorry. bit about like where that. he came from and some of his interactions with his wife and his kids mm -hmm. and things like that. Right, so. but the money part. So Fred Rogers, great, great human being. Uh, we're all better off for having known him and him participating in all the projects that he did for kids. Mm -hmm. I personally feel that he's kind of creepy. Uh, it was weird to me too. Whenever he walked into a room, everybody was really just kind of flummoxed by it. They're like, what the fuck is Fred Rogers doing here? Oh. Like, he just came to their home. And he came to the father's home, mm. the father of the reporter. Right. And uh, uh, everybody that was in the house was like, what the fuck? Hmm. And like, they like not that uh, exposure. Yes, yes, very much like the Flash. Like yeah. It was more like they didn't know how to respond around him, and Fred was very much like, I'm just a person like everybody else, but when you are Fred Rogers, you're not. You know, it'd be mm -hmm. like if the Pope walked in the room of, like, the Pope's just a dude, but the mm -hmm. Pope's not just a dude. Right. So, it's very weird. So, I would, I would tell people to watch it. Mm -hmm. Let me know what you think. I mean, again, like I said, I don't think it's the greatest movie of all time, but it's, it's fine. Right. What is the... Well, I can't say because I didn't watch all of it. What? Oh, that? Yeah, it was yeah. fine. Uh, I always feel bad, too, about it because I'm, like, going, I should like this guy. I should. And I'm just, like, ambivalent about it. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate. You know what I'm not ambivalent about, though, Jamie? Um, peppermint? I love Peppermint. I talked about that on the I Patreon. Jamie Jamie bought the movie uh, Peppermint for me, and uh, it's the greatest movie of all time. You should, everybody should go watch it. Mm -hmm. uh, no, what I'm really not ambivalent about is like trying to help people. As much as I think people are cunts and fucks, uh, I would like to see good things happen for them. 
So uh, a good thing that happened is the uh, the owner of um, the New England Patriots, uh, what's his name, Kraft, Robert Kraft, he donated his, the plane for the New England Patriots to fly to China. And what do you think that it did over there in China? Um, I don't know. They picked up 1.2 million N95 masks oh. from China. So uh, he went, he sent his plane over there to China. They picked up these masks and they brought them in for the hospital uh, crew to use, I guess, in uh, Boston and the New England area. So he so. bought them? How did it Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm huh. assuming as much. But uh, yeah, that's what he did. So there we go. I mean, I don't know if he specifically bought them. Some Clearly someone bought them. Did he have but big he, tariffs on them? I, I don't know that shit, Jamie. That shit's not part of the story, Jamie. <laughs> Part of the story that's important is that he sent his plane over there to go fucking get it. I know. God damn it, Jamie. So that's a very nice thing. So yeah. uh, that leads into me wanting to show you something. Uh, close your eyes, Jamie. Stick your hand out, Jamie. All right, I want to put this in your hand. Now tell me what you think this is. Don't open your eyes. What do you think that is? So I put something in her hand. She's got it. An oven. Uh, okay, go ahead and look. What is it, Jamie? That's yeah. what I've been smelling. That's it? what I've been smelling. You're smelling this mask? I well, think we got, so. Well, uh, we got three masks were mailed to us today. What do you think of that? I kept smelling things that smell like Fruit Loops. Does that smell like Fruit Loops, the mask? Somewhat. Like, like, it does have a different kind of yeah. odor about it. I, I didn't get Fruit Loops about it. But yeah, so we got three masks. Who do you think they came from? Anna. No. Oh. Came, came from one of our old co-hosts. Graham? Yeah, these are all the other co-hosts. Graham it? sent them. Actually, his mom made them. Oh, and then I was I like, guess... whoa, he knows how to sew? <laughs> He's a real catch. Yeah. So his mom uh, apparently has been making masks, and uh, Graham's like, send some, some to Stu and Jamie. That's cool. So yeah, so, uh, so we got three it? masks. So I guess the third one's for uh, Jason. How do you wear so, it? This way? I don't know. Jamie... It's just—it's a piece of cloth that you put on yeah, your face and put your hands. Yes, it does have a shape to it. It very much looks like uh, you're good. in a Mortal Kombat yeah, video good. game. Yeah, this is really cool. So very nice, uh, Graham. I do appreciate you uh, sending along the mask, yeah. having your mom do that for us. That's great. Why is there no lead in it? Yeah, maybe there. Well, inhale <laughs> the lead. I don't know if that would be better huh. than the COVID. Yeah, true. So, uh, so that's it, Jamie. That's the podcast, I All think, right. right? Unless you got anything you want to talk about? I'll save mine. You save save it? Yeah. Oh, no. I actually, I had one more. I forgot. I got a lot of tabs up, and sometimes I'll mess. Got one more tab. Because I know Jamie really likes uh, gross stories. Mm -hmm. They're her favorite. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is the last one. Uh, this happened in uh, Greece. And uh, you know how you'll see someone who's got like, hypoglycemic eyes, Jamie. Balding. Yeah, you get yeah. the eyes that kind like of pop Sadie? out. Yeah, Sadie dogs, they got hypoglycemic eyeballs. They just kind of pop out. Uh, well, there's this woman in Greece who had one, only one of her eyes was popping out. <laughs> That's right. It was popping out of her brain. I think it was the right brain. eye or popping out of her skull. She was 31 years old, she was, so she's not old at all. So you're like, what the fuck's going on with this lady? Uh, relatively healthy. She was just experiencing blurred vision in her left eye for more than a month. Mm. 
And uh, so she went in, and the doctors oh. did an MRI scan on her. Oh, she got worms in there? Uh, God damn it, Jamie, you're good. I wonder. Uh, she had a cyst behind her eyeball, oh. and uh, they attempted to extract oh. the orb, and uh, it ruptured. The orb? That's what they called like it, not Star me. Star Trek. And uh, whereupon doctors found oh. a congregation of Echnococcus granulosis or tapeworm larvae. Is that what the flasher was showing? <laughs> he was showing us his granulosis. <laughs> <laughs> his cock cancer. So uh, she was uh, officially diagnosed with a hydatide cyst, a parasitic bubble that forms when someone contracts the aforementioned tapeworm through contact with the worm-filled feces of dog, sheep, cattle, goats, and pigs. Oh, that just grosses me out. Yeah, yeah, as it should, Jamie, as it should. Uh, It is pretty gross. How long did they see how long it was? Well, I'm assuming, like, they said that it ruptured with tapeworm larvae, so I oh, wouldn't think right. they oh, would yeah, be terribly right, right, long because right. it's just larvae. Right, right. But that's still just gross of, oh, like, yeah. I don't know. It, to me, it looks like it's at least the size of a grape, maybe closer to a golf ball. Oof. And uh, apparently it just exploded, and it's just tapeworm larvae. So now she's got a ball in her head. Well, like, yeah, do it, do, they don't, it doesn't, I'm always pissed because I always want to like, well, what the fuck did they do? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, it does not it. explain to me uh, how they got them out. Oh, so. God. Gross. Yeah, yeah. so that, yeah, that's pretty right, gross. Sadie? Sadie Dog, maybe you got some uh, yeah. tapeworm larvae behind your eyeballs. You like tapeworm, oh. Sadie? Oh, she does. She does. Mm-hmm. So uh, so that's it, everybody. That is the podcast. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do the Patreon every day now. Yep. So if you guys want that extra content, feel to go to Patreon and subscribe. Five bucks a month. Definitely worth your while. Uh, now that I'm doing it every fucking day. Yep. And uh, you get there's free goodies. I got some free goodies for Patreon subscribers. And uh, also remind you guys too. Right now, I have stickers for sale that says uh, "I am not homeless, Jason." Mm-hmm. Those are five dollars a piece, and uh, all the money goes to Degage Shelter. Yep. Uh, they deal with uh, women and children and men dealing with uh, homeless issues, mm-hmm. mental health issues, yep. substance abuse issues. It's a good organization. Got it all. So if you would like one of those, get a hold of me. And I will get you one of those. Uh, also, please feel free to subscribe to the Facebook and Twitter pages. Twitter is where I do the polls. Mm-hmm. So please do that. If you can like those, that'd be fantastic. And then uh, last but not least, this is for specifically for the Patreon subscribers. Uh, get a hold of me. Uh, I want to talk to you about something that I can do for you mm-hmm. on the podcast. Okay. So if you're a Patreon subscriber... And uh, you got something going on in your life and you want me to talk about it, get a hold of me and I will talk about it because I want to help those who are helping me, right? Right. So help me help you. But are you, you saying will. you're not going to talk about it on the Patreon? Well, it all maybe. depends upon what they oh, want right. me to do. And it wouldn't be just the Patreon, it would be on all the podcasts. Okay. It'd be on the free podcast and on the Patreon podcast because the uh, Patreon podcast, uh, currently I only have 21 subscribers. I think 21. And then, uh, I mean, more people listen on on the freebie, like 23. 
So more people listen on the freebie than on the Patreon, so I'd want more people to hear about whatever it is that people want me to talk about. Got it. So that's what it is. It's me yes. helping you, Jamie. That's the segment? Me helping you. Sure, why not? We yeah. can turn it into a segment. A-hole of the day, me helping you. Mm-hmm. There we go. So that's it. We're done. I will see you guys tomorrow for the Patreon. And uh, go vote on the Twitter. Oh, I'm like, what? Go ACDC, right? Aerosmith's oh, no, out. Yeah. They suck. I don't remember now. Oh, uh, oh, and the quick plug here, too. I am uh, doing the Another Episode podcast, the Matt Harper Mandy podcast, where they talk about old movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mandy, I think, has taken a little bit of a sabbatical. Mm-hmm. So at least I know on the next podcast, uh, I will be sitting in, taking Mandy's uh, role as the co-host. And we'll be talking about the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, True Lies. Yep. So we're going to be recording that tomorrow on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Hopefully no hackers hack into our fucking uh, podcast. Don't share the link. And uh, I don't know if that will come. He has them come out on Wednesdays. I don't know if this will come out next Wednesday or some other Wednesday. But just letting people know, uh, go check that podcast out another episode. Uh, it's a freebie, comes out every Wednesday, and they talk about movies that shaped their lives uh, when they were kids. Yep. So all old movies, hence we're talking about a movie from 1994. Mm-hmm. Which you can, uh, it is on HBO right now. I couldn't find it anywhere else. Uh, I got I got access to an HBO account, so I watched it. Yep. And uh, you'll hear my thoughts about true lies hmm. at some point. So, right. Truth about lies. Truth. All right, we're done? Yeah. We're done. All right, we'll see you later, guys. Have a good weekend. Freebie on Monday. All right, bye. Bye.